This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. time I made a podcast, the fucking cavemen were still walking around. Honey, they were lighting fires and doing animal hide and the fucking saber-toothed lions were walking around and having a kiki. But, you know, listen, we're here now. We're here. We are here. Today's podcast episode is going to be a continuation of the last episode where we talked about kind of advice and questions that you guys left. So we're going to wrap that up with a couple more questions. Um, and then I have another episode coming later this week where I'm going to kind of talk about aging. And I took a trip to New York City and I'm going to break it down on that episode. So stay tuned for that episode. I'm excited to update you guys. But you know, when you have a week and you feel like you've aged or learned 40 years of lessons in a fucking week, that was my last week. So. <laughs> I'm excited to break it down for you guys, honey. We had everything go down, bitch. It it, it rocked my world in a lot of ways. Um, okay, so here we go. Is it weird to have been single your whole time in high school? Um, no. <laughs> it's definitely not. I was single the entire time I was in high school. I didn't really have a choice. I think that's the case for a lot of people, right? A lot of people are single and that's that's obviously not their their um that wasn't like their dream like bitch I was not a kid like dreaming that I'd be single in high school like that is not my goal right but at the end of the day look listen this is no shade no shade at all are y'all seeing the people that are getting married to their high school sweetheart oh yes or getting married their freshman year of college because they dated they dated from middle school honey they they were ready to fucking do the dishes and and grocery shop with their middle school boyfriend and and get tattoos of the initials of their high school boyfriend. I was still fucking shaking sending a Snapchat or a text message in high school, let alone planning out my fucking marriage with one of these motherfuckers. So really, like what you're saying here is is it weird to have been single your whole time in high school? No, no, no. I think it's an advantage. Because we get to live all of these dates and all of these relationships out while we're a little bit more mature and a little bit more self-aware and, you know, we a little delusional too, <laughs> like we a little delusional too. And we, we definitely are going to fuck up some relationships, right? You're going to have some shit ones. No, no tea, but listen, sweetie it is okay to have been single in high school because now 
they're getting a better version of you. You're not cringing at these past relationships. Like, I think that that is one of the biggest setbacks you can have is being so involved in other people while you're young that you didn't have time to be alone and explore. Honey, I hit fucking flat tire ass rock bottom uh, multiple times when I was young because I had myself. I wasn't spending my time sneaking in a window with my sneaky link and my my uh, my Romeo to my Juliet. Honey. Well, in my case, it'd be Romeo to my Romeo, but my Romeo to my uh, Jules or whatever. <laughs> but, honey, ain't no Juliet. No tea. Uh, no tea, just D. Um, but anyway, uh, it was definitely like a lot of time spent with myself where a lot of my peers were constantly in and out of fucking relationship. And they weren't learning about themselves. It's definitely a serve to have been single in high school. Make up for it now, baby, and be and be um be easy on yourself. You learned a lot of lessons being solo. You learned a lot of lessons and grew a fucking lot because you weren't doing that relationship bullshit. Now you can fuck around. Now you can go on some cute wine dates. Honey, wine and dine at the Olive Garden. Like have your time. Have your moment. Well, yes. If- okay. okay. Next question. How do I gain the confidence to begin to pursue my career goals and put myself out there? Ooh, baby. Oh, baby. Keyword, be fucking delusional, honey. Act like you already have it. That beginning stage is the worst fucking part. Honey, I took two weeks off this podcast and getting to set my fucking ass down to record another episode felt like a saw trap and a half. It felt like I had needles in my arms, bitch. Because it's like getting back into it or or trying to start something or like initiate something is so fucking like exhausting right because we start thriving when we're like in the groove with things for example like the gym when you take a couple weeks off the gym it is hard as fuck to get back in the gym but if you're going for three weeks straight you're not even thinking about it bitch it's second nature so how do you gain the confidence to begin to pursue my career goals think of it as if you've already been doing it think of it as just another day like and the more you hold that mentality the more you're like People are going to, like, accept this. People are going to be okay with this because I've always been doing this. You know, people are going to really reciprocate and, like, love what I'm doing and respect what I'm doing and check up on me and, and, you know, share my work and, you know, just view me as someone that, you know, does this for a career. Because if you are starting and wanting to ask people's permission or if you feel like you don't belong where you're doing – People are going to sniff that out like a fucking dog. I think the best advice I can give about putting yourself out there in general, especially when it comes to your career and like just making connections and, you know, just putting yourself out there in life is really know yourself. And that's the good, the bad, the embarrassing, the everything, because the gag is when you know yourself, people that also know themselves are going to approach you. You know, you share your story. You say, oh, honey, I pissed the bed when I was seven years old. Suddenly you got a line of bedwetters in the room that want to connect with you. And they're like, me too, bitch. And those are the kind of people you want to be friends with. Not the people that are like, oh, well, I'm not going to talk to you then, bitch. Well, then, okay, then you can back the fuck up, ma'am. You can back the fuck up because you don't really know yourself like I know myself. And you actually, maybe you do know yourself, but you are embarrassed. And I'm not, I don't have a damn shame in my body. And that is the key you want to be as open and real and sometimes overshare, honey. Why not? You want to be an open as open and as real with yourself about your career, about your life, about connections, whatever, and just fucking shoot for it. What's the worst that's going to happen? Somebody goes, uh-huh. You know that laugh when they go, uh-huh. Okay. 
you know, they didn't pepper spray me. <laughs> Girl, like that was a that was a misconnection. It's okay. Then you try it again with the next person, and watch, you got another connection going. That's that's the tea. That's the tea. Okay, honey, I love you. I wish you the best of luck. Okay, next question. Next question. All right, here we go. Next question. How do you not care about what everyone else is doing and compare it to yourself? I love you, by the way. I love you. Number one, you are going to care about what other people are doing. This whole bullshit about, oh, I don't even give a fuck. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. When people say they don't give a fuck, that's the number one bitch they give a fuck. They just are journaling it or like punching the steering wheel on the way home. You know what I mean? Like they're re- they they give a fuck. But if you're not caring about how everyone else is doing, I think it you lose a lot. You lose a lot. And and listen, maybe maybe you don't care about how you're doing in comparison to everybody else or maybe you don't care about like what other people are saying about what you're doing. Maybe that's a that's an era you're entering, but not caring about how anyone else is doing. No, I think it's great you can get motivation from other people. Honey, you can just sometimes you can just steal other people's traits. If you really like the way this one bitch is going about her career, fucking fucking steal her drive. If she gets up every day at 4 a.m. and makes a fucking sandwich before she goes to work, honey, steal that. Definitely be on your own track. And your own track is doing what makes you happy, doing what makes yourself proud, doing what makes you feel accomplished at the end of the day. That's your track. But there's another layer on that where you're checking in with people around you. Uh, Full transparency, for me, when I see people posting content nonstop, multiple stories, multiple posts, multiple videos, it motivates me. It lights a fire under my ass to post. Now, if I was comparing my videos to their videos, then it would be a problem. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I probably shouldn't post my video because it's not as funny as that. Then I'm then I'm losing. Then I'm losing. But using other people's goals and success and failures to inform your life is totally great. So not caring about how everyone else is doing, I don't think that's the T. I think it's more so being in touch that your track is separate than everybody else's and the universe is putting you on path regardless of what anyone else is doing. Your track is not affected by everybody else. Now tune in with everybody else and just and just see how they're doing. Let them motivate you. Let them teach you lessons. Let them scare you off from doing certain things, girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can... You can analyze the world around you and still be on track on your own way. I don't think being in touch with other people is going to throw you off your track in the way you think it is. Um, I am a big time. I am motivated by other people big time. Um, because when I like solely rest on motivating myself right now in the current stage of my life, I struggle. I struggle trying to get myself to get up early. I struggle getting myself to work on things like by myself. When everybody else is working in the fucking coffee shop, bitch, then you know I'm going to get the work. You know what I'm saying? So like really place yourself in an environment where you can like comfortably and confidently observe other people, but still be on track with yourself. That's a really healthy way to do it, in my opinion. But just know, take a breath, relax, and trust that regardless of what anybody else the fuck is doing, you got it. Okay. Oh my god, bitch, we getting deep today. Here's the next question. How do you accept change? I start my first year of college and it feels like everything is changing. Oh my lord. Change, for me, I had to start looking at it in fucking eras, right? I had to start looking at it and being like, oh, I'm just entering this era of my life. 
And if if one thing is changing, for example, you get fired from your fucking job, right? You get fired from your job, you go through a breakup, something's changing, right? You said you're going to your first year of college. Okay, you're probably moving. You're probably going to a new uh, living situation. You're going to have new friends. You're going to have new things. Okay, do you like your hair? Do you like your perfume? Do you like your nail color? Do you like your outfits? You know what I'm saying? Do you like that pair of shoes you got? Girl, start changing everything. If, if something's changing and it's making you uncomfortable, now's the time to throw everything out the fucking window. And that seems crazy, but listen, for me, if I'm feeling like I'm losing control of my life or if I feel like I'm losing control of something, like for example, I've been having an aging crisis lately where I feel like my energy is down. I feel like I'm fucking bloated all the time. I'm sleepy. I'm fucking sleeping in every day. Um, I, caffeine doesn't work for me anymore, which no tea, that's more of a ADHD thing. So you know what I did? Honey, I bought a new cologne. I've thrifted some new clothes. I'm growing a mustache right now. Show me to me, please. Bitch. <laughs> Send it to me, Rachel. It was literally... That's crazy. But I'm not focused on the negative change. Because I got control of my change because I'm forcing everything to change. Motherfucker, I'm scared of things changing. All right, I'm gonna change everything. I'm gonna change my, uh, candle that's in my room. I'm going to reorganize my room a little bit. I'm going to change my bedding. Do you know what I'm saying? Everything changing is a good thing. It's the loss of control. It's the fear that we're that everything's changing and we have no say and no control, which I'm sorry, welcome to life. You know what I mean? Like things are always going to change whether we like it or not. That's what's shit, right? But if you start feeling like you losing control, you better grab control of everything. And just and just fucking throw shit. It's never that serious. You know what I'm saying? It is never that serious, especially Going into your first year of college. Honey, that's how everybody feels. You know what I mean? That's how everybody feels. And if you didn't feel that way, God, you are missing out on some very valuable lessons. There are people that go there and they're wearing the same clothes they wore for 10 years. They with the same friends from high school and they're eating the same damn Chipotle bowl they've been eating for 25 years. Okay, so where's the new? Where's the exciting? Where's the challenge? Where where are you learning here? You know, embrace that discomfort and get control. If things are changing around you, fucking change everything, bitch. I'm telling you. It's so chaotic, but bitch, it feels so good. Okay, this next question's really good. Somebody said, how do I feel hotter? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Flame emoji. <laughs> you know, you know what? This is a really weird phenomenon, okay? Because what the fuck is this about? And... And I want to talk about this. Are you trying to be hotter for yourself? Or do you want other people to perceive you hotter? Question that for a minute. Do you feel like... Or, or you know, and the thing is, like, 90% of the time, we say we, we want to be hotter. It just means we want to feel better about ourselves. We want to feel more comfortable, right? I can get a new shirt and ain't shit changed, bitch. I still got acne. My hair's still fried and my toenails still hanging off the edge of my shoes. But, honey, I feel great in that shirt. You know what I'm saying? That that made me feel hotter. So a lot of times it's a confidence thing. It's like a it's a comfortability with ourself thing. Something's throwing us off our jish. So... Am I wanting to be hotter for myself or am I wanting to be hotter in the eyes of other people? Um, I am growing a mustache right now, right? I'm going to talk about that till the cows come home. But for the longest time, I would always keep my face shaved. And what I realized is that I was doing that 
not because I felt hotter that way, because I knew that other people found me more attractive with a clean face. (gasps) So what that made me think was like, bitch, am I trying to be attractive for me or for everybody else? Because at the end of the day, if I'm attractive for me, then everybody's going to think you're hotter because you know you sexy. (gasps) So how do I feel hotter? Maybe try making it more of a personal journey. Maybe I'm wanting to wake up in the mirror every day and I'm going to say, or wake up in the mirror, the fuck, I'm girl, my bloody Mary now. Um, <laughs> maybe I'm wanting to wake up, get out of bed, look in the mirror every day and I'm going to go, damn, I feel pretty good about what the fuck I'm looking at. Not, oh shit, I know this person likes how I do my hair when I do my hair this way, so I'm going to do my hair that way. Okay, then I, I'm not, I don't really feel hotter. I just feel like I'm going to be validated more or I feel like they're going to think I'm hotter. At the end of the day, that don't mean jack ass. That means a buffalo nickel bitch. That's ass. If you feel hot for yourself at the end of the day, can't nobody tell you nothing. You're bulletproof. You know what I'm saying? I am telling you, it has really shifted a lot of things for me because I realized I was really just trying to be everybody else's dream person and not my dream man for me. May the choir say amen, honey. Hi, Taco Bell. Yes, are you hiring today? Ooh, everybody, everybody strap in for this one. How to get over someone that ghosts you but randomly reappears back in your life. Oh, bitch. Like a shit stain that can't come out your underwear. Well, I mean, I'm not speaking from personal experience. (laughs) How do you get over someone that ghosts you but randomly appears back in your life? Okay. There's a lot of hurt there. Number one. I'm sure everybody on here has been ghosted, and I'm sure everybody on here has ghosted somebody. Let's really set with that for a second. So we have been on both sides of the aisle for 90% of us, right? When somebody ghosts you, there's a lot of pain right there. Because, especially for us delusional bitches, honey, I was already at K Jewelers picking out the wedding ring. The fuck do you mean iMessage not delivered? What the fuck do you mean Snapchat on delivered? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are we not going to K Jewelers no more? You know, and I. <laughs> so when they reappear back in your life a lot of times it makes you forget about that hurt it's like oh oh they learned they learned that they wronged me or something clicked and now they understand that they did me wrong Uh uh-uh uh-uh they struck out with somebody else so they're coming back they're gonna do the same damn thing again like we all know and 
a lot of times when they come back after ghosting you and they come back in your life, they're not coming on their hands and knees and giving you a fucking tearful apology. No, they're just like, oh, sorry, uh, some shit went down. What the fuck? And, like, when you love yourself, when you truly know what you deserve, I would rather be single than deal with an in-and-out bitch. Honey, you are in and out and you smell like burger. That is really, at the end of the day, you you can exit stage left, sir. You can exit stage left. Because you left me the first time. Why are you coming back? Obviously, I didn't mean that much to you. Obviously, you didn't give a fuck about me. So why do you give a fuck now? What's going on in your life? Who turned you down, bitch? I would rather be single than be with somebody who disrespected me like that. Because I know what I'm worth. So when you get over somebody like that, you, you're, you're going to go through every stage, bitch. You're going to be lonesome. You're going to want to text them again. You want, you're going to want to shoot them an iMessage game. Honey, honey you're gonna, somebody's going to ghost you, and then two weeks later, you're going to send them beer pong on the <laughs> iMessage games. And, you know, we all go through those phases. But here's the tea. Until you are ready to settle down, keep that roster long. Keep that roster long. You're going to ghost me? That's okay, because I got one, two, and three on the roster. You're going to ghost me? Okay, well, you're lost. Next. Keep that roster long. Keep that cycle going. Keep that list running. You focus on yourself. You love yourself. You know your worth. And, honey, there are plenty of people to text besides your dumb ass. That's all I got to say on that. Okay. Somebody said, how do you deal with stress, girl? Oof. Dude, here's the tea. Whenever I'm stressed or like overstimulated, what I like to do is I like to really just start visualizing like how it's going to feel when I finish the thing or get on Pinterest for a little bit. It's all visualization. It's all like distraction and saying, you know, at one point I'm not going to feel like this. Taking a walk with music, hitting the treadmill, like Bitch, even going to Starbucks and getting you a little drink. Like, just something to get your mind off of it really quick and then go right back to future planning. I'm, I'm just going to think about, hey, you know what? I'm not going to feel like this forever. Maybe I just need to get something done really quick. So it's always about future. Because when you are stressed and you really set with it in the present, it is so numbing. You have to see yourself getting out of the situation. You have to see yourself getting that assignment done. You have to see yourself not being in that argument anymore. Once you get on the flip and once you visualize, hey, th I'm only going to be stressed about this probably for what, like another hour, another 30 minutes, distract yourself and go future. I'm telling you, Pinterest is my number one best friend for that. Anytime I'm stressed, I start visualizing what the fuck my apartment's going to look like in five years, <laughs> which is crazy, but I swear it helps so much. Everybody's fucking stressed. Trust me. And normalize it. Say, it's okay that I'm stressed. It's not always going to be like this. Okay. Ooh, this is tea. My two best friends are starting to like each other, and I want to be supportive, but they're not good for each other. <laughs> but I don't want to feel excluded. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. Okay, so you speak in the tea, though, where you already say they're not good for each other. But you also just answered, I think you answered your own question, too. You said, I don't want to feel excluded. Here's the best advice I have. 
you know when your bestie is like gonna date somebody or you know like you said you have two friends that are gonna date which is even crazier for a minute there we're like no don't do that and it's like why why am I feeling this a lot of times it's because you're like how is this gonna change our relationship it's a selfish feeling bitch that's okay that means you love the person you know what I mean and in your case that means you love your two friends it's okay to feel that way how is this gonna affect me how is this gonna affect us what about trust you know what I'm saying Vanessa Hudgens but when you have that feeling the best thing I can say is don't be that person to try and stop other people's lives from moving let it happen if you need if they if they're together for a month if they're together for a month and it really affects you and you feel like you're not spending time with them be be open about your issues with it Hey, I feel like I'm not seeing you as much. Hey, I feel like this is happening. Hey, I kind of feel ignored right now. Hey, I feel like you spend too much time with your partner. If you are vocal about that, that is a hell of a lot better than being like, I don't think you guys should be together. I don't think you should date them. I don't think you should do whatever. I think stopping something from happening, then you're the bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Then you're the bad person. If you let it happen and then, hey, you're also worst casing. Watch them end up together. Watch them be together and it works fine. Watch um, watch your friend date somebody and you guys spend plenty of time together. In fact, maybe you love them together, right? Let them experience things and if you have issues and if issues come up, then you voice your opinions. And then that'll prove how they feel about you, which is scary as shit. But if somebody chooses that they're going to spend all their time with a certain person and a lot of times people that really need love in their life or really need validation in their life are going to over-obsess when they get in a relationship. You know, oh my God, it takes me back to like fucking high school, like how many times I had gal pals that they would get in a relationship and bitch, it would be like fucking crack cocaine to them. Like they would be obsessed. Like they would be obsessed. It would be everything about him, everything do, every blah, 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 blah. At the time, I should have just been like, instead of taking it personal, I should have just been like, bitch, I'm gonna let you get sick of him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just because you don't see yourself in their relationship you have to have sympathy and you have to be like you know what maybe that is really what you fucking need so that's a long fucking tangent just to say like listen don't fumble other people's experiences and don't live in other people's lives and be so obsessed with trying to alter the way they live their life or how they spend their time because at the end of the day everybody's on their own journey and everybody needs to experience things at the time it comes towards them Okay. Oh my god. I think this is going to be my final question. How do I know my worth more? Really, I am so in tune with my gut. I am so in tune with my gut that I swear to you, I know when I'm making a fool out of myself by begging for attention, begging for love, begging for validation. I'm begging someone to treat me, get ready for this, what I'm worth. So I'm aware. I'm aware because do you get that? Do you guys get that feeling in your gut? You guys get that feeling that's like, wait a damn minute. Somebody is acting below I deserve the way I deserve to be treated. And I think really practice being in tune with that. Your body, your mind, your heart is already cueing you in when you have people in your life that trigger that fight or flight. It could be friends. It could be family. It can be partners. It can be teachers. It can be fucking peers. It can be anybody, right? 
that they are disrespecting you, they're not giving you the time you deserve, you know your worth. You know your worth. And somewhere in there, that uneasy feeling in your gut, in your heart, in your stomach, you know it. You know that you are worth being listened to, respected, valued, loved. You know these things. A lot of times, though, we got to do that to ourselves. We got to give ourselves the care we deserve. When you are getting ready in the morning, give yourself that time to feel beautiful. Give yourself that energy. Give yourself the care that you give yourself when you're going on a night out or when you're going on a date. Give that to yourself every fucking day because when you're going on a date, you start judging yourself up because you're doing it for somebody else. I just got into this earlier about feeling attractive. When you know your worth, you're doing that for you. I'm doing the date routine for a casual Wednesday by myself. Like, you know your worth. You know what you need to do. You know in your gut when people are not treating you the way you deserve to be treated. And once you're treating yourself with that much level of care and love and respect, you demand it from other people. Because listen, I don't even need you, bitch. I don't even need you because I'm treating myself and I'm loving myself the way I, I'm fulfilled. I'm fulfilled in myself. So if you're going to step up here, if you're going to slide in my DMs, if you're going to talk to me, if you're going to interact with me, you're going to love me, respect me, and appreciate me the way I do myself. We don't have time for anything below that. It just drags us the fuck down. And makes us question what we're worth. Because it's like, how can I be worth a lot when I'm surrounded by people that lower me? How can I be worth a lot when I'm surrounded by people that make me question myself? How can I be worth a lot if I'm surrounded by people that make me insecure? Am I, am I not worth shit? Because if I was worth anything, why would I be around that shit? Right? So that's why it's so important. Knowing your worth is a personal thing, right? It's, it's, a, it's about treating yourself the way you deserve to be treated and treating yourself the way you want to be treated. And that demands it of other people. It's really psychological, but it's like, it's, it's, it's a you battle first. And really, it's about time and energy invested into yourself. And I swear to God, it puts a glow on you. And, and, and people can see that. It's about time. It's about energy. It's about trust in self. That's knowing your worth big time and listen you're gonna have days that you you fall off of that and that's okay too knowing your worth is knowing that you're also not perfect knowing your worth is knowing that some days you just need to be alone and fucking cry and eat some hagen dazs ice cream knowing your worth is knowing that sometimes you're gonna have bad dates and it's okay to say fuck no because i know my worth and somebody else is gonna come up that will treat me the way i deserve to be treated never sacrifice that never sacrifice that feeling of there will always be another fish in the sea and I deserve to be treated, respected, and loved the way that I love myself. RuPaul said, if you can't love yourself, how the fuck are you going to love somebody else? Well done, mama. And amen. Okay. I will see you guys Friday for the second episode of the week of the Tanning Booth Podcast. I love you guys. All right.
No meow. No meow. No meow. No meow.